Okay. Extreme close up. And here we go. What we are dealing with here is a perfect engine. An eating machine. It's really a miracle of evolution. Are you telling me you built a time machine? What's so funny? I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. First, let's drink. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! We're well, back. We're we, back. We, we, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We are back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Everybody's been... Waiting for Dennis and Brandon to come back, talking about movies and all the great things that's been happening since COVID came and ruined the greatest industry. I mean, we're all about jingles today. I don't know what else to say. Doodly do. <laughs> we're back. We. We're back. We're double vaxxed. We. We are. And we're we, back. <laughs> We're double vaxxed and we're back. About to be, we're about to be triple vaxxed. <laughs> boosters are coming. The boosters are here. Are you ready to be in the booster club? Uh, I am ready to be in the booster club. About to get boosted. Boost. So, <laughs> so how many movies have you seen, Dennis, <laughs> since, our, since our long... <laughs> I've seen about a thousand, and I've bought a thousand more. Mm. I built a shelf and subsequently ran out of room on that shelf. <laughs> you, you know, and uh, I haven't even told you this yet, but this weekend, starting tomorrow, we're going to be cleaning out my movie closet, and you're about to take home a bunch that oh, I'm going to wow. give you for free because Woo! I am I am anything that I plan I don't plan on watching again is going home with Dennis. Woo! Every VHS tape <laughs> you've ever seen. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about Blu-rays. I'm talking about Criterion Collection. What? I'm talking about. Do I have your attention now? What? You have my attention. You had me at Criterion. <laughs> I could talk about Criterion too because they made me mad. <laughs> Let's hear it. You know, before we I'm get so go, mad because that because that is in the news. That is in the news. That is in the news. I'm super mad. I and you would think I would be happy, but I'm mad. No, no. I. You know, I, we haven't <laughs> talked about this. I think I know why you're going to be mad, but 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 please elaborate, Dennis. Okay, so I started collecting movies. Uh, okay, so first when I off, was what a wee lad. First of 12, off, I started collecting movies. Uh, I would say uh, if you want to start way back um, when The Incredibles came out, that was the first DVD I ever bought. I bought it on uh, full screen, like a like a chump, like a chump. I didn't buy the widescreen version. But um, but before I get into when I start, when did you, how how long ago how long have you been collecting movies? <laughs> so um, let's just put it this way: back in the back in the old days, back in like 1996, when I was driving home late at night from my my job, and I would uh, jump in and buy some of those old great hits uh, like The Mask. <laughs> You know, on like VHS, the, the thinking I was VHS so or, cool. Or, or mask on VHS. Uh, let's just put it this way. Uh, when I was in high school, I had this fantastic VHS collection. Uh, I, honestly, I wish I still had it today just because 
it was cool. It was. It it's was coming back. It's coming. VHSs are know, coming back. It was just you know it was it was a although, thing. Although it, eventually you know. the Earth's magnetic field will erase all of them. It, it will, it, but uh, <laughs> it's yeah. coming back. I have a small. I have a small uh, VHS collection. Um, I have uh, th- all three original Star Wars. I have um, a movie with Rick Moranis and Tom Arnold called Big Bully, which I watched. I have that on Blu-ray. I watched that movie almost every night for many years. I'm sorry. Because it was the only thing I had. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those TVs. Um, my, we came home one day, uh, and my parents had bought us all new bedroom furniture, complete with entertainment center. And we each had our own the old TV. entertainment center. We each had our own TV, and this was back when the TV was like still a box. And um, and I believe I bought Big Bully from the library, <laughs> and I watched that. Back movie. When the library rented movies, I remember that. Well, they still rent movies, but they also had that bookstore that sold movies too. And I bought Big Bully on VHS, and I watched it every night. <laughs> <laughs> for a long time, <laughs> you know, for what it's worth, I, I I do like the movie. We got it on Blu-ray, and and what's funny is the movie that it sold with. It was sold like in a two-pack, right? And you got Big Bully, and you got Wrongfully Accused with what? Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. <laughs> See, I would th- I would think you would get something like um, what is it, Little Giants? I, yeah, that exactly. Would be, that would be a good pairing. That but, would, but um, Wrongfully Accused, man. And so I, I forgot about Wrongfully Accused. We sit down to watch it with my kids, and we had to turn it off. I was like, yeah, guys. Um, <laughs> evidently, uh, evidently, the world was a lot different when I was a kid. And um, uh, yeah, I'll leave yeah. it at that. But uh, no, I I still remember a lot about Big Bully. Um, I know it's got. I want to say it has Steve Buscemi in it, right? Uh, I I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, so um, my one of my favorite lines in the movie is at the very end where like they decide to move out Rick Moranis and his son, and um, they're they're going. He's going to like another teaching job, and then all of a sudden you see like behind their car, it's Tom Arnold's character who was his bully, and like spoilers for a. 30-year-old movie. Yeah. He's no longer his bully. Um, he's driving behind, and he has the trailer house behind him, and he goes, that's why they call it a mobile home, because it's mobile. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so... Oh, the writing. So the... Uh, <laughs> so that all to say, like, you you have a significantly bigger collection of movies than I do. Mm. And you've you've collected since, like, VHS and DVD, and I, and I had some DVDs, but I never really thought about you know, collecting until maybe about two years ago. You know, uh, you just and brought up a childhood memory for me. I still remember visiting my grandfather's house far up north out in a different state, and he had a room full of Betamax tapes, man. I'm talking about, oh, wow. like, the mother load of Betamax. I wish I would have been able to get those uh, that would have been just cool. to have. It would have been yeah. cool to have, yeah, but... but but collecting film, collecting that piece of history yeah. has always been cool to me. And so, and, and I, I recently, like, I, I think I've always kind of been into movies and, and stuff like that. But, like, more so, like, as an adult. And then um, now, you know, I started collecting movies, collecting Blu-rays. And when I started collecting, obviously 4K was already out. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to collect movies that I really want that are on Blu-ray. But most of the time, I'm going to focus my energy on the Criterion the, Collection. <laughs> the Criterion Collection when they have the sales and then 4K Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. So currently, I'm sitting at about... That was a long segue four, into yeah. the Criterion Collection, <laughs> yeah. just to say. I mean, yeah. I just want to point that out. So I'm, I was sitting, and, and it kind of goes to my frustration. 
Okay. Um, so I know a lot of people talk about your like uh, on on the forums. They're like, I have the DVD. Should I upgrade to the Blu-ray? I have yes. the Blu-ray. Should I upgrade to the 4K? Yes. I'm just trying all to this, support yeah. the physical. All media. this stuff. So it's like, okay, you know what? What do we do? When is a good time to stop upgrading? Are are some movies worth upgrading? Some people are like, I have this whole collection of like DVDs, and now Blu-rays have come out, and I have this whole collection of Blu-rays, and now 4Ks are coming out. And so all of that to say, I'm sitting at around um, probably about 450 to 500 titles in my two years of collecting movies. That's that's a nice starter collection. That is that is I I think it's a pretty respectable <laughs> collection. It's about the, to get a lot bigger give, because I've got three thousand <laughs> titles to pull from. So, so anyway, I I started collecting. I started focusing recently on Criterion. Yeah. Because I was like, these movies are of import for the you know for the most part. I'm not going to buy a movie I don't want. And that's the thing is, I have like four hundred fifty to five hundred movies. Most of them. I've probably seen and most of them or are the ones I haven't seen. I want to see. And so it's not like I'm just out there like with, you know, 25,000 movies that I've never watched or will never watch. I'm not collecting for the sake of collecting. I'm collecting for the sake of entertainment and the quality and all that stuff. Right. 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 So uh, imagine my surprise when I start focusing on criterion collection, I now have about 40 to 50 criterions out of like the thousand that have come out and um, they're all on Blu-ray and they're really high quality Blu-ray, like some of the most high quality uh, transfers, uh, cleanups, all that stuff. It's, it's of the highest quality. I, I would agree. Yeah. And so, and, and so I'm like, okay, you know, th- these are really cool films. I, I haven't seen some of them. I've seen a lot of them. I'm going to collect them. And, and I always reach out to people that have criterion collection movies are interested in the Criterion Collection, some of my friends, and I say, okay, the sale's coming. What do you suggest I get? And so most of the time it's kind of a division of like, I'll get maybe like four or five I'm interested in, I'll get four or five that have been recommended to me, and I usually end up buying about 20 of them during the sale. Okay, so I've done it for two years. We're getting somewhere. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, was, honor, I, was, I was about honor, to say. I'm, your honor, this is going I'm, somewhere. Uh, yeah. Your honor, this is going somewhere. You're, you're so about now, to lose me. So now it has been announced for a while. Everybody would question Criterion, and they would say, are you coming out with 4K Blu-rays? When are you coming out with 4K Blu-rays? We want 4K Blu-rays. And they were like, it's too expensive. We don't know if we have the, the sales for that. Uh, a, a bunch of different things. Understandable reasons. Their Blu-rays are already very high quality anyway. So imagine my surprise when like a week ago I see a news article that says Criterion finally decided to come out with 4K Blu-rays. And how did that make you feel? It made me feel upset, especially because one of the titles they've already said they're coming out with, I already own and I just bought this year. And and how did that make you feel? Um, it made me feel very upset. And I've I haven't had to encounter this before where like a new format comes out of a certain thing. Uh, I, I think I understand more of the collecting community now. Okay. And, and so, uh, I'm, and, a, I'm about to stop you. So get to okay. your point. And so what I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I'm a little flabbergasted that I, I put in the, and it's not like criterion hasn't had blu-rays for so long, but I'm just flabbergasted that now I'm going to have to like turn around 
and I've I've spent these are more expensive if you're buying them regular cost. They're like what sixty bucks? No, they're well, some of them can be sixty, but your standard one title, run of the mill Criterion is forty dollars. That's why I buy them on the the half off. No, but I'm talking about the 4K. Aren't they going to start out the at like 4K 60? Are gonna, no, the 4K are going to be uh, 47. 175 dollars yeah. piece. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they're going to be like almost 50 dollars. Yep. And boo yeah. Criterion. Yeah. So like even the half off sale is going to be like 25, right? Like it's it's going to go. That's up. what I'm saying. I mean, who has that kind of money? I, I mean, I do. But <laughs> I, I was just going to say, Mister <laughs> Single, No Kids. I'm, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm just, I'm way to way to air out my uh, my dirty laundry. Anyway, so, <laughs> but but please proceed building your frivolous case. <laughs> well, no, so I I mean I just I guess when you've collected so much of something and then they turn around and they're like, okay, we have the um, we have the newer better version of it. So so um, Dennis, I mean, in the middle of a global pandemic, I mean, I understand that this is like really top priority for you and all that. Well, I'm I'm double vaxxed up. You know, I'm I'm doing all I can. I'm wearing my mask still. No, but, I, no. Okay, so let's <laughs> no, no. I understand. let's get to the point. So I, I understand there's more important things. No, I'm this. just I'm just kidding. I mean, we and it feel, trying it, to be lighthearted. Well, I mean, no, no. I and it feels it, it as I'm saying it. I'm like this does feel a little bit goofy to be worrying about right now. No, so so here here's here's what I'm hearing. Here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that. Okay, so actually, I'm not hearing that. I'm going to interject and I'm going to project. Uh, my thoughts and what you just said <laughs> is what I'm going to do. Okay. okay. All right. So here, so here's the deal. And here's where I stand on this. Okay. And, and I've thought long and hard about this. And in fact, just recently I watched the classic film that came out in 1994 that made Gary Sinise and uh, Tom Cruise, probably bigger household names than they ever were. And that was Forrest Gump. You mean Tom Hanks? Uh, yeah. Did I, well, oh that yeah, would, I did. That, I said Tom that, Cruise. That would be super that cool. That would be have, really uh, interesting. We should we should, what, we should get a Tom Cruise, Forrest Gump. Yeah. Well, you know what are we gonna do? So, um, so Forrest Gump, right? So Forrest Gump had a restored, remastered, whatever you want to call it, right? 4K release. Okay, and I watched it. High dynamic range. You know this big, great, wonderful color spectrum. Atmos mix. Let me tell you. First of all, soundtrack's awesome. Picture quality is awesome. It was like watching the film for the first time. In fact, I would even say that it was like seeing the film as it was produced, recorded today. I mean, it was just over-the-top fantastic, okay? So, I liked it. But here's where I was going to go with that, and, and, and here's my segue into all that. The biggest difference for me, personally, now that I've viewed so much uh, high-definition content and so much 4K content... The biggest difference is high dynamic range. And I will have to tell you that when you take a hard look at the catalog of Criterion films, I do not believe that high dynamic range is going to make enough of a difference for me to feel like there is a reason enough to upgrade your entire catalog from regular old 2K scans from the 4K scans unless it's a movie that you don't already own. Yeah, I I can agree with that. I mean, it just it, I guess it's it's not like necessarily like a buyer's remorse, I guess, but it's um I don't know cuz cuz the features that they have on when you buy Criterion 1, you're buying it for the restoration. You're you're buying you're, it for the prestige. I mean, let's really well, get Well, you down are to buying it. it for the prestige. 
Um, uh, that's you know for sure. Which is a good Chris Nolan movie too for those <laughs> who haven't. Um, so, yeah. and, and you're also buying it for like all the special features as well. Yeah, but and but but what, what Criterion though? In my opinion, they're repackaging stuff, man. Come on. Yeah, well, and that's another that's another um, that's another issue that I do have with Criterion is also their the like just stick with the cases, man. Come on, stick with like, the cases. In like, fact, give with, me my Benjamin Button case. Yeah, give me my upgrade Criterion. <laughs> that was that was the first thing I knew that uh, when that I knew that uh, my, was going to be my biggest complaint with Criterion is their cases are all different sizes. They like to use those like cardstock cases for a lot of things where the the discs are always falling out and this is this is officially a, a hate uh, a criterion hate podcast um <laughs> we're going all in on criterion when are we going to get criterion dick tracy's what i want to know warren betty where are you at where are you at doesn't he doesn't he like still own like he owns the rights to dick tracy i know and right? i want a criterion release i'm tired of this i don't think i don't i don't know if uh I don't know if uh, that's a movie that High Dynamic Range would like totally blow your eyeballs out, right? Oh yeah, it definitely would. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely would. I'm I'm a hundred percent on that. Um, yeah, I I mean that's kind of all I have to say about the Criterion issue. I just like in the words I, of Forrest Gump, that's all he has to say about that. Yeah, in the words of in the words of Forrest Gump, as portrayed by Tom Cruise. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like one of my, <laughs> you know, hold on. One of my favorite scenes, and, and we're going to move on, but, you know, we haven't been able to, um, to job like this in a long time. So I will say this. One of my favorite scenes in uh, Forrest Gump is when they're making fun of him for saying that he is the millionaire uh, that started Bubba Gump Shrimp. And he says, would you like to see a picture of Lieutenant Dan? And the lady's like, sure. And he pulls out, like, Fortune magazine, and oh, it's yeah. him and Lieutenant Dan <laughs> on the cover, you know? It's like, yeah. yes! Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. No, that is so, a good part of the movie. I, I I just watched Forrest Gump again recently. Yeah, we did, too. You know, I I, 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 I forgot. Okay, hold on. One, one more time. I forgot how much I loved Forrest Gump, man. Forrest it's, Gump it's is a pretty such good a good movie. movie. It's, it's a really good movie. I, and, and, and even though, like... Even though I think that they could have done the special effects better today, at, for its time, we had never seen something like that before. And we had just seen Jurassic Park. I mean, man, 1994 was like some of the best years of my life well, when it came to summer movies, man. Well, I was going to say, like, for, for Forrest Gump, you you literally had the best of the best working on it. <laughs> like, it could, it literally could not have gotten any better at that time. No, I mean, you and, had, you, I, yeah. And, um... I, can, can we have a moment of silence for for just the the, the precious work that was done? <laughs> Thanks. So yeah, and, I mean, well, it, and I was gonna say, as far as Forrest Gump goes, like that's the first like kind of like I mean, they had to do it by hand, like manually. Yeah, is um, like basically deep faking almost. Yeah, and, it's and, wonderful. And putting people into real life situations in which they like communicated with people that were dead. Mm. And I mean. Yeah, like Lyndon B. Johnson. Uh, uh, who else? You know, uh, and, for, and, and John and Tom, Lennon. And, like, and, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, and and you know, and Tom Hanks. You know, I, I've always thought that he was a good actor, but his timing was so perfect in that too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, it was it was great. Um, and, and now and now like deepfakes are you know insane. Yeah, you know, like you I mean, you look at you know, Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian, and. Um, 
There's a there's a really cool deep fake and uh, free guy which you haven't seen yet. I have not seen. Don't I don't want to hear nothing about this free guy stuff. No, I'm just saying there's a deep fake. That's all I'm all saying. Right, all right, now stop. It's a good deep fake. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so let's get down to what we really want to talk about today, which is, <laughs> and what is that? <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. Let me reframe this. Okay, so let's get back to what I really want to talk about today, and that is. Man, summer movies, man. Summer movies are back somewhat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, so, how do you feel about the, you know, naturally people are probably still masking up for the movies, which I think is the right yes. thing to do in my opinion. Yeah. Um uh so what do you think? I mean, but the crowds are still pretty light and everything, but so I I mean, what do you think is going to happen with the industry? I mean, do you think that do you think James Bond's going to be pushed back out again? Do you think Top Gun's going to be pushed back out again? Do you think we're back? I mean, where where are we at, Dennis? Well, my my hopes and dreams were crushed when, um, you know, they they put The Matrix and John Wick four on different days premiering, because we all had the we all had the dream, the ultimate dream of The Matrix four and John Wick four premiering on the same night. Oh no! It, it, it was going to be like be, a Christmas miracle. Yeah, and then I think uh, Mission the new Mission Impossible was going to go head to head with it. No, oh, it it would have been amazing, but um, no. that's that's not going to happen. Um, no, I think so. It's crazy. I, I'm not exactly sure what is going to happen. I think more people are taking advantage of the, um, the HBO max stuff. So what now, I love that, man. Like the day of day and release, man, I'm telling you, everybody I'm, should do that. I'm still, I'm still a big jungle cruise tonight. <laughs> Uh, I'm still like a big uh, theater guy, and and some of it's like the, you know the Disney Premier Access, like yeah, we, Disney we've Plus, Jungle Cruise, man. Like we've talked about is thirty dollars, and oh, well, me hold on. as Wait, a person what? watching Disney Premier Access is is just a it's a it's a financial uh, expense that I just can't justify watching Jungle Cruise for thirty dollars. How, how does that make you feel? Um, that makes me feel cheated. That makes <laughs> me feel slighted. <laughs> no, um, I can't believe I didn't get to see Jungle Cruise yet. No, but, um, yeah, I was going to so, see if you wanted to go in halves on it tonight, <laughs> but, uh, it sounds like that's not going to happen. So my, um, so from going back to the movies, I don't know how, how many times have you been back to the movies? Uh, like once, once, uh, what movie was it for? Old, old. Okay. Okay. I'm, Boo! I'm, no! Boo! No! <laughs> Old is good. Uh, we're good. We stand full. We stand midsize sedan. <laughs> the rapper, midsize sedan. Mm. Okay, so what was the other one? Old and uh, was it? It was a quiet place part two and F nine. Oh, see. So you've been to three. I didn't know You're that. Telling lies over well, here. Unlike my father, who loves so, HBO and Premier Access, I like to actually go. Man, oh, I got okay, to see okay. King Kong on HBO Max. It was like, it was I like did, a Christmas miracle. I did watch, uh, I did watch uh, Kong versus Godzilla on HBO Max. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. What did I say? Uh, you said King Kong. Well, I mean, I knew what you meant. I yeah. knew what you meant. Yeah, uh, which, but that's any, just one of my favorite new scenes in a movie where like Kong is on that thing on that boat, that aircraft carrier, and he's yeah, putting his a, hand in the water, cool. uh, and they're playing Elvis Presley, like uh, Loving Arms. Man, it. I'm telling you. Movies don't get any better than that. Take that, Criterion. <laughs> That's the only reason you like that movie. Kong, Kong, is spy, Kong versus Godzilla is spine 1500. He's and, like, uh, if you can see me now. 
I mean, come uh, on. Um, so, okay, so uh, old and... Uh, Boo! I like old. I need older and oldest. I need Hold on. A, we need to talk about old. Hold on. Um, I'm, I'm stopping this. I'm stopping this right now. Hang we on, gotta, hang on, hang We got to get to the on, bottom of me, this, let me, let me just... Let me just... We'll, we'll get to the bottom of old in just a second. Because you're wrong and I need to... No. Let me count the ways why. <laughs> so, um, the two biggest... Uh, Problems with old. I, the two biggest screenings that I went to were Black Widow and Suicide Squad. And I liked Black Widow on HBO. I, not on HBO, on Disney Plus. I, I watched liked, Black I liked Widow Black on Widow. HBO Plus. I liked Black I mean, Widow. On, what's it called? What did I watch Disney, it on? Disney Plus. Disney Max. I watched it on Dis- Disney Max, and it was awesome. <laughs> what it's going to be called when Disney buys HBO. Yeah, Disney what, what did I say? Disney Max. Max. <laughs> anyway, so a ring I, to it. Anyway, I, I think I've, so. I've been back to the theater more than you. I've been back um, to the future more times than I can imagine. So I mean, I've seen stuff like Fast and Furious Nine, The Conjuring, Old, The Green Knight three times. Um, Man, Dennis, you just free guy. You're just taking a bunch of risks. I'm just a free guy. I'm wearing my mask. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm 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 double vaxxed up. I'm getting that booster. But I definitely want to go see the Paw Patrol movie. Um, <laughs> that's, that's why. That's why. That's why I gotta make sure I, I wear my Boo. mask. You gotta make everybody make sure you wear your mask so I can see the Paw Patrol movie before oh. they shut it all down again. Now, um, another movie that I thought was really good. Um, uh, I don't watch a ton of documentaries, but I've been trying to watch more. Uh, the Anthony Bourdain documentary was actually really good. Really? I um, want to see it's, that. It's on HBO Max. I was watching a documentary last night on Netflix, I think it was, or Hulu, or one of those. I don't know what they all are. But it was about the Donut King, man, okay. out of Cambodia. And he came to California. He started all these donut restaurants. Dude, I never wanted to go eat a donut so bad in my life. <laughs> oh, you know, so, uh, and, and before we get into old again. Um, the three problems I saw, with old I were, saw a trailer. For a movie that I think you're gonna like, Through the I think King I'm gonna like. Are you talking about that coupon movie? Yes, yes, it's gonna yes. be so good. Queen How did Pins, I know that that's what Queen you were gonna Pins? say? Yes. I feel like we know the each movie, other. The, like I was reading your mind, you're reading mine. <laughs> I mean, we're like in this together. It, it's like we're dancing over here. It looks so good. <laughs> it does look so good. Yeah, that is gonna uh, be. It, I'm oh excited. man, it I, looks I, so good. <laughs> another moment of silence. Yes. Okay. Okay. So um, yeah, it's just gonna be so yeah. good. Yes. Um, yes. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. See, man, I, I I'm out of this. I'm totally out of practice. I don't even know what this stuff's called. It's got, I don't the, even know it's who got the that actors guy. Are. It's got that guy from Richard Jewell. It's got the guy that was in the thing that was doing the that. You know, yeah. I don't know. I it's, just. It's got that one guy from oh, Richard Jewell, so and he was in Itania. Yes. Um. You know, he's a really good actor. Richard yeah, Jewell was is. a fantastic movie. We've never talked about that, but I really liked it. Yeah, Richard Joel was really good. That's a Clint Eastwood one, right? Clint Eastwood is is a phenomenal director. Yeah, um, I still feel like um, you know Tim Burton is my favorite director, and then Chris Nolan. But you know, who's yeah. keeping track of what I think? But okay, so back <laughs> okay. to the reason why Old is a terrible movie. Um, do you want to kick us off or what? I, I you're gonna have to present your case because I like it. Okay, so here's my case. So within the first ten minutes of the movie, I had figured the entire thing out. And well, and that's my problem with the movie. I want to think you're in a movie. I don't want to figure the whole thing out in ten minutes. Come on, well, M. Night. 
That's that's the crazy thing is because M Night Shyamalan has kind of branded himself as the king of the twist, right? Yes, and I didn't have the twist, and right. I wanted but, my money but back. That's, but that's the thing is, I think in this movie you're going and expecting a twist, and he basically just lays it all out front for you. So, like he he um. The only thing I wasn't 100% certain about is why they had them there on the beach and why they were sending so many people. And then you come to find out it's like a big, uh, well, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen old, don't skip like the movie 30 to, to 40 minutes into the Two the, hours. the podcast. No, <laughs> um, no, skip about a, a, a about five minutes. Um, yeah. So, I didn't know it was like the big like medical research thing, which is kind of a cool premise. If it wasn't like, I, I'm gonna rag on it a little bit. If there would have been a twist, but that well, that was that was almost the, the twist. Setup was, but the, that was okay. almost the twist. But there was no setup for that twist. No, because they walk in, and as soon as they walk in, they were like, everybody has to drink this stuff right now. Even the kids has a special drink, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, thanks for the giveaway. <laughs> um. And and one of the one of the main things, uh, my one of my only critiques of it, is that it sounded like everybody was reading from a script that had been translated from another language, and what? so like it, it it looked like they originally wrote the the script in like French or something, and then put it in Google Translate, and then was like, okay, this is your script here, read this. Yeah, it, the dialogue and, didn't flow. I, I mean, I don't know why. But you know, that but, being said, midsize sedan is the king of the movie. Don't, 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 you can't, you can't, uh, you can't go against Midsize Sedan. You know, that movie was so bad, it's not even worth talking about, to be honest with you. I, th- I think it's worth talking. I think it's good. You can talk about I why you like fun. it. I, I think it's you, fun. I think it's fun. I think it's one of those movies where you had a great premise. and. and oh, just, yeah, no, definitely. And de- you just didn't do anything with it. Definitely under-delivered on the premise. You know what would have been sure. great? Here's what would have been great. I know Quentin Tarantino is going to be like, this guy, it, not that he listens to the podcast, but I've I've noticed from his interviews he would probably think that I'm an idiot because I, it's not that I get the opinion because I don't have a an ability to produce a movie or to direct a movie. So who cares what I would do or what I think? But uh, as a consumer of this type of media and as someone who wants to be entertained uh, from a story perspective i think it would have been more fun if there would have been a way for the ones who did survive to go back in some kind of time resource to where they could have been younger again yeah but that would that would uh that would almost like reverse the stakes of the movie though but you might as well because there were no stakes in the movie because it was like everything was for nothing everything well, was for not because of the way it ends see okay so that that's the so if they would have never, if they wouldn't have, um, if they wouldn't if, have made the movie, if, I agree. Okay, so what's your, no? If they wouldn't have like had that one scene where they reveal the whole like medical side of it, and if they would have just ended the movie like they got off the island and they come back and they get the cop guy. And that would have been a better ending. Yeah, that would have definitely been a, a thousand percent a better ending. But I think, I think, okay, so that's the thing, though. I think he went into this movie intending for there to be no twist. The twist was, you for the characters, you go to the beach and you get old. 
or you rapidly age. And so, uh, so adding that, you know, medical thing, I think was almost like a last minute, you know, kind of thing because he gets to the end and he's like, wait, there's no big twist. <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh, you know, it was some kind of medical thing. Yeah. Like, you know, now I will say that the, the, the in within the story, the one thing that I did think was a very interesting premise was the fact that you could do, you know, 50 years worth of medical research within a day. Yeah. Now that is, that is, well, and that's where that medical part comes in. It is a very interesting premise. It almost has nothing to do with the movie. With the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they would have incorporated that uh, maybe a little bit more, I don't know, maybe make the hotel like um, a little bit, you know, more like what's going on here. Uh, my favorite part in the movie, though, is when um, the credits rolled. I don't mind yeah. too. <laughs> no, I, I, this is where like I saw maybe like the dialogue wasn't going to be that great is um, when that one lady who has epilepsy, she starts having a seizure and um, the, her husband says, quick, we need a doctor. And then that one, uh, that one, the British guy comes over and he's like, I'm a doctor. And he goes, or he, he tells him you need to do this. And he goes, I know I'm a nurse. And it's like, well, why'd you call a doctor then? Like if <laughs> you're a nurse and you know what needs to be done, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> I, yeah, and then, and then like he like just starts like killing people on the island and stuff. Yeah, I, I, he just, has he has some kind of like uh, I don't know if it's like PTSD or what. They never really. Um, I don't. I was just so disappointed, and I felt cheated, man. I just did. I don't know. I don't know. And now I will say this: I I like the movie. I think it's a very fun movie. Uh, if you kind of forgive some of those things in that area, but um, yeah, no, I could definitely understand somebody not liking it. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, I, I, I agree with you that I'm right about this. So. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you that I'm right about this. Yeah, so. yeah. So we'll just have to agree to agree. There you go. Um, <laughs> with that being said, you know, uh, I've been going back and think. I mean, with especially with the lack of releases. I mean, they're starting to come out slowly. Uh, Fast Nine. I mean, we need to cover that when we have time to talk about it. And uh, there's a lot of movies that we want to cover. One of the things that I want to do, especially coming back, is keep the episodes a little bit smaller so we can stay focused. I mean, when we try to branch out a full hour, I think that we lose context of what we're trying to accomplish. But um, one thing I, I've been thinking about, too, uh, Dennis, recently is it seems like we, we're we back to the hour-and-a-half movie that you've talked about so much yes. that you wanted to see. Unless it's more of an epic-type movie, then you're going to still be like two hours, two hours, 20. Um but when it comes to storytelling, it seems like the stories have gotten um, they've gotten too simple. Well, yeah, and th- and that's what I'm uh, that's what I think is happening. I think that uh, I agree. I think what's happening is people are trying to get back to that hour and a half movie, and they're either overcorrecting or or undercorrecting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what happens is is you either have like a very dense movie. Or you have like a very like underdeveloped storyline, and I think it's going to take a minute for people to get back to that. And that's honestly not to say like you know people aren't, you know these people that are writing them aren't good storytellers, but more of, you know you're trying to do something new, something that you know ultimately I think will be better, but at the same time you know it's kind of hard to say okay you know I'm, 
when all these movies were originally like two to two and a half hours, and it's like, all right, shave an hour off of that or shave 30 minutes off of that. And it's like, okay, either you lose like you're, you're shaving an existing script or which I think is what ends up being like the underdeveloped movie. Um, or you're starting from scratch and you're trying to like pack your entire story into a hundred and or 90 to a hundred pages. And that really like makes those dents really like over developed. Like you get out of the, the hour and a half and you're like, man, did I just watch like a three hour movie? Cause this is really dense. Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. think, I think there's going to be a balance. Um, I think there's some people that are doing a really good job at it. But um, only only time will tell. I, I hope we get more hour and a half movies. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, here's two more Fantastic Four movies. And, um, you know, I'm glad we're back. Yeah. And uh, we have focused episodes coming up about movies themselves. But we just wanted to say hi to everybody. Uh, we, we are back. We um, went to the grocery store and we have returned. We... Look out, look out, because we are going to dissect these and and we are going to get on the same page about old if it kills us.